gentlemen, boys and girls, gaming degenerates of all ages, welcome back to A Winner Is You, hosted by TheChairShot.com, where we remind you that it's dangerous to game alone. Take us. And we're all back here, episode 12. How's everybody doing, Sean? Feeling better? Oh, I'm doing... Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm getting back to it, just chugging down some water and uh, eating plums and grapes. <laughs> plums and grapes. Plums and grapes. It's good Carrots for rehydration. Plums, plums and grapes. Write that down. It's already, we already got a title. <laughs> plums and grapes. A plum is just a big grape, so just eat either <laughs> or. Yeah, get fucked, plums. <laughs> Drew, are you doing the same thing? Plums and grapes? Uh, no, but... I'm uh, I'm doing okay. I I actually am not feeling super well, so I'm sorry if uh, you all hear a little bit difference in my voice, but a little stuffy. the uh, The cold weather hit us hard, uh, as a, as it has much of the states. I think I heard uh, Colorado got smacked pretty bad, but uh, the cold weather hit me hard. I got a little 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 cold. So sorry uh, sorry if I sound weird. No, we don't listen to you anyway. That's good. That's smart. <laughs> He's that, making the correct point. I wasn't even listening to what he just said. I was just waiting for it to be my turn. Yeah. <laughs> what is this, a work conference call? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't Wait, hear you. I was talking? on mute. I was on mute. I couldn't hear you. What would you say? <laughs> yeah. Can you repeat that? I was on mute. <laughs> Adam, are you uh, you suffering from any illnesses that I should know about? Are there, no. You know? And I'm not eating plums and grapes, I guess. Uh, no, I, I'm enjoying this like super cold front we got in. Uh, it felt like it was like really hot for a few weeks in a row every day. And then all of a sudden it's freezing. So we didn't get it as bad as Colorado, like Drew was saying, but I'm enjoying being back into my sweatshirt, uh, lifestyle with sweatpants. And that's going to be it for the rest of the year. I think I have no reason to put jeans on. I'm not leaving the house. It's true. It's true. I, I just wish it wasn't raining this whole week because I was supposed to have some yeah. landscaping done and that had to get put on hold. So That part sucks. The rain sucks a bit. I'm just going to let the forest grow in the backyard and we'll start cutting it again next year. That's that's usually the you know, title of my sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gross. <laughs> All right. That is quite a bush you have in your front yard. Uh, well, all right, then. Well, I guess we could tell everybody what we're actually going to talk about today um, on the uh, on the game board. I gotta, I'm working on some new sounds here, so you guys got to let me know. I might put some combos in here. and I need some new stuff, so I, I pulled a little war games out. Shall we play a game? Eh? Eh? I like that. I don't know. I was, I, was I, like for, I was going for random stuff. I got a half. I got a. I don't know what that was. I think it was a thumbs up from Adam. That's cool. <laughs> I put heard. myself on mute anytime you're playing sounds so that I don't keep talking. Yeah. Well, then I should never stop playing sounds. So, <laughs> on the big board today. This will go a lot faster. I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, we're talking high score, episode four. This is war. That all rhymed, and I didn't even try. Xbox Series X prices got leaked. Nintendo Direct's got some new stuff coming out for Mario and Zelda. EA is at it again. And close it off with uh, maybe a little Cyberpunk 
a little Witcher 3. We'll see how it goes. All right, let's get on with it. I don't even know what the hell the name is. This this is what we usually play. Everybody's fresh off watching episode four. I know at least two of you watched it just before we uh, we did a little fantasy football draft an hour and a half ago. So it's got to be fresh in your minds, Sean. I don't know. Do you watch it today? Yesterday? Uh, I watched it all week uh, with my oh. notebook and my pen, taking down exquisite notes about I've seen so far. You didn't watch uh, it. Did you watch it over and over again? Like I mean, constantly all week? Or well no, I watched loop? each segment over and over over each day. So oh, okay. I'm I'm well versed in this, nice. I believe, except for the pronunciation of some of the names. Yeah. yeah I wouldn't fair. try. I wouldn't try on a lot of them. I mean I could probably get Kalinsky, <laughs> Just... but that's about it. <laughs> so what you think? What do you think about the uh what do you think about the console wars and how they got started? Down to me? Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. I thought that was an actually interesting perspective about, hey, fuck these guys. Here's five points on how we can take over and actually did it. Like, I, I thought that was really neat that they just brought in an American with a totally different cultural perspective. And we're like, how, would, how do we take down somebody that has 98% of the market share? And he's like, <laughs> simple. We just do these five things. I was like, that's... That's insane to me that that that's all it took was just bringing in that outside perspective on how to attract the American culture by like point five. Hey, let's make fun of Nintendo. I'm like, (laughs) that's actually your business plan. And sure enough, they they turned it up to be like the coolest new trend and the hypest thing with, you know, God awful music and God awful commercials. Like Jesus Christ, I'm ashamed to be born in the '90s. Like that is just nuts to me. <laughs> Looking back, I'm like, I remember these commercials, and yeah, hell yeah, let's do it. And it's like, God is so bad. <laughs> Why you don't like Sega? <laughs> no. Oh, no, I, I remember not. saying that all the time, and I didn't even have one. Uh, See, and their marketing scheme worked. Like that's the thing; it's incredible. Like how, the planning that went into that, and the execution, and what they got out of it. Like, I, I just thought that was really fascinating to me because I had never heard these stories before. I mean, I'd read them here and there, but to kind of have it all laid out for you, point by point, and sort of even though they did that jumpiness, I didn't like from the first two episodes, they would always come back to that drawing board where he would strike it off. And it was like, yeah. okay, I see. I Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that was huge. Like the, you know, they finally had a narrative that they were trying to tell throughout the episode. You know, up until now, it was always just, especially those first couple episodes, it was always just these random stories. And you're like, okay, well, it's, I wish you would explore that more. But this way, it was like there's a big narrative, right? They're, they have that whiteboard where they were, you know, the five points that they were trying to do to beat Nintendo and break into that market. You know, they were able to just keep going back to that. And those five stories that they told spoke specifically to those things. So I thought that was fantastic. It was a great way to do it. It actually kept us, you know, kept me engaged throughout the show. So that was good. 
Adam, you got any thoughts on that? Uh, no, I agree. I, I thought at first I was like, oh, here we go. We're jumping around. And then you guys said it with the five points. Like they had other stories. It wasn't just the same people talking, but like how their stories linked to one of those five bullet points. So like it all linked together a little bit better. And I, I thought it was interesting. They didn't have like, I know last episode was Nintendo, but I, I was surprised they didn't have Nintendo on at all. So it was really more just a Sonic focused, uh, Sega focused episode. And they don't really like play both sides of it. You see how Sega did everything to get the advantage or to be competitive and try to take an advantage and like their marketing thoughts, which to me, like listening to that was awesome. Like what his goals were for each of those steps. And like, it's as simple as like one, he listed as simple as, you know, for, I think it's like point three about uh demographic of teens and like how it's like, well, Nintendo is linked to all the 9 to 13-year-olds. I'm going to go for your older brother so that you want to play your older brother's games, and now I just got both the kids in the house wanting to play Sega versus Nintendo just getting the younger one. And I was like, man, this is why you were, like, Sega America. Like, this is why you were the guy they brought in. Like, that is such a simple idea, but, like, the way each topic when he'd go, I was like, I'm listening and writing and, like, wow, I just want to listen to this guy talk about all these things. Uh, I, I expected more of, like, what you've been talking about, Dan, though, with, like, the Console Wars book. Um, I think we got sneak peeks, I think, of everything. And, I, you know, next episode, they're moving on, clearly, with how they ended it. It's not like we're coming back to this. Right, yeah, we're kind of moving on to the to the fighting uh, era of, of sports <laughs> or, or video games and stuff. and. Yeah, they kind of touched on a, a couple things, you know, especially from the book. You know, it was kind of cool to see, uh, at least put a face to the name, because the book is basically, well, at least so far from what I've read, is all about that Tom Kalinske guy. And, you know, I came over from Mattel and, uh, you know, was basically going to retire until, uh, I think it was Nakayama, came and basically literally stalked him on the beach, which was which was truth. And, yeah, uh, in and, Maui, that's you know, insane. <laughs> told him, you know, asked him to come work for him and, and the story, they kind of, you know, touched on the story of him, Kalinske, going to the Japanese board for Sega Japan and trying to pitch his idea, and they all just lost their shit. And until Nakayama was like, no, this is why we hired you, do it. And our, the rest of the you know guys were just all pissed off about it and didn't want to do it. And turns out Kalinske was right. You know, it was it was the way to go. And getting, you know, Sonic, they, they, they kind of glossed over a little bit on how Sonic got created and how, you know, Sega Japan hated the design and they wanted something completely different but he, they were all like well that's not going to sell in america and having to convince them that that's how that's going to work you know and ended up being the right thing again and you know they i thought they did a pretty good job with all of that and they kind of talked a little bit about how sega kind of set up shops you know and, and basically was giving away opportunities for people to play their games for free and just you know, mm -hmm. marketing like like you guys said, you know, the marketing thing was huge, and like in the book they talk about how they couldn't get into Walmart. He was trying his damnedest to get into Walmart, and it was like, well, Nintendo's got you know all the shit. Why would I give you space? Why would I turn on Nintendo at all? Like they're making all our money. I'm not gonna give you any space. And so Kalinsky was like, well, screw you. We're gonna set up a. We found a, a empty uh, commercial space that was like blocks down from walmart headquarters and we just we rented it out and put up all our sega stuff and you know and rented all the billboards around them just to say well screw you you're gonna have to give us an opportunity so 
that was kind of neat. Uh, I know they didn't touch on that too much in the in the you know in the show, but uh, yeah, I mean the stuff they did was I mean crazy. Like you guys said, you know that those five points and how they all worked and it got them a foot in the door and that's all they needed and all of a sudden people were playing their game and was like this is way cooler than super nintendo ever could have been and you know it was awesome i <laughs> i think we talked earlier adam had a had some fun words about trip hopkins founder of ea yeah he's a good, he's a good guy <laughs> Literally, when I seriously when I started realizing who he was, when I was like, I know I recognize that name, and then like he's out on a football field drawing. He's like, I understand how the game works, and I'm just like, is this the fucking guy of EA? And I was like, fuck this guy, and then I, <laughs> and then it's like, look at I'm a billionaire. I'm like, yeah, your microtransactions paid for your everything. <laughs> It wasn't even a football field. He was sitting at a soccer pitch. Yeah. I, know. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It's the best we could find. <laughs> well, I mean, he eventually he did know FIFA. The difference. He, yeah. He doesn't. All he wanted to do was make a football game, sir. That's all he wanted to do. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sure. Sure. I honestly, I hadn't heard it said electronic arts in such a long time. Where it was like, holy shit, yeah, that's what it's called. It's yeah. like I've just been calling it EA for, I don't even know, like twenty years. Like, and they and they were bringing me back doing like the montages of like the old Madden games and then like early thousands Madden games. There's like EA Sports. It's in the game. I was like, yup, that was the best. I want to go back to those days. <laughs> yeah, for sure. What did you think of? Uh, the story of Gordon Bellamy. I, I guess I never even paid attention to this. I didn't know that. I never even noticed that early John Madden games were all white players. That's because of your privilege. That probably. No, <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. I, I, I mean, that's the sad part, right? And yeah, I just you you know, he he as he said it, he was like, listen, most of the players in the NFL were African American, and. Yeah. They had to decide, you know, due to the limitations of the game, they had to decide, well, you can only have really one race uh, for these players. Uh, well, I, you know, it, it just bloody makes sense that we make them black. And yeah, it's just sad that the way he was talking about it, he was like, it was such a proud moment for him. And like, that's great. But it's sad that that's what was that proud moment, right? Like, it's, I'm very happy for him. But it's like, man, the fact that that was such a big moment for him when you know you or i we might not even realize <laughs> what it is like like you said we didn't you didn't even realize yeah. they were white so it's you know it's a sad place to be but uh, it's fantastic that they did it especially that early you know back in the was that the late 80s early 90s right so 90 90. that was 95 was the 95 one okay was the nice. one that uh had the first where it wasn't just all white players that he worked on his story alone i thought was really awesome where he's like i love football and he's like all i wanted to do was work for ea and make madden yeah see there you go it's on that was part of it on the nine madden 95 sticker the big other pushing point not only were there uh like the black athletes in the game they had them on the picture which was like unheard of what he said of like yeah advertising your game with a black athlete on the picture granted john madden's face takes up half the picture but like well he's a big dude yeah those points he was making though were awesome but 
kind of with his like story of like how he called every single name on the credits until someone finally gave him a chance and he gets an entry level position and like one of the first big projects he's on is you know yeah. adding race essentially to a game where it's it's not just an all white person sport like there it's everyone plays football well American football especially now um, compared back to the 90s but like. That his whole story was awesome, and then watching, and then that links into the John Madden, like just like the big idiot I remember as a kid watching John Madden with being an announcer because I was not young enough for him to coach, um, and just remember those stupid cheese ball commercials for light beer, busting through the pictures. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just remember seeing him drawing up plays and how this circle. Oh like, my! This guy's gonna god. go over here, and then boom, he's gonna drop through here. I'm like, oh my god! I totally remember that. <laughs> See, the Raiders got John Madden and John Gruden. They get like the crazy coaches that right. make no goddamn sense but make you smile. Oh, because <laughs> they had Al Davis as their owner. The <laughs> <laughs> Madden's whole thing was, well, if you if you want to score in football, you got to put the ball in the end zone. It's like, yeah, yeah. thanks. Yeah, hey. that's, that's true. Yeah. Him and Tim McCarver, the best announcers. Yo, oh, yeah, it's called a home run when you hit the ball over the outfield wall. Thanks, Tim. <laughs> like, if they want if they want to win games, they got to score more points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you. The most obvious points you can make, and you know what, being a from Wisconsin and a Packer fan. And his love for Brett Favre made it even better oh, watching yeah. the games because he just loved Brett Favre and the way Brett Favre played football. So it's always like that's all I ever remember. Just mad and doing obnoxious things, being loud but funny and loving yeah. Favre. See, I'm, I'm going to miss Monday Night Football with Tessa Tor and Booger McFarlane because it was two guys that made stupid points nonstop. <laughs> Like, not color commentary and then actual play coverage, just color commentary. Uh, Booger was better when he was blocking the front three rows on his stupid Booger Mobile. <laughs> Love the Booger Mobile. <laughs> Zooming up and down uh, the sideline. That was the stupidest thing. I wish they would have just had him on a zip line. That would have been more fun. <laughs> <laughs> that was That'd good, be though, awesome. because Witten was so bad. That was like, okay, at least Booger's talking now. You didn't care what he was saying, but then all of a sudden they were like, oh, that means people like Booger. Nope, no, no Booger's not good. Why <laughs> does not Witten good? not simply eat the smaller one? <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm done. <laughs> uh, last thing we got on this um, episode was another world champion. How are you guys feeling about the fact that they're continuing to show these world championship things. I, I kind of feel like it's because they actually have video of it, and so they can use it yes. and talk yeah. to the person. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll put it, it this way. I did not know how insane those world championships were with like bringing people internationally and hosting it at the Hard Rock Cafe and having it on MTV and then taking them to Alcatraz for the finales. I was like, what? Like, yeah. I did not realize what went into those world championships. Well, and I think you're hitting the nail on the head as to why they're showing it, right? Because they're trying to highlight the fact that, hey, listen, like video games aren't just for kids. They're not just these marginalized things. Like this is real world stuff. And, you know, for you and I, you know, everyone that probably listens to this podcast, we're like, well, yeah, no duh. Like video games are it's 
you know, this is not news to us, but it's to you know maybe normal people who uh, don't play video games uh, every waking hour that they can. Um, they they don't realize that, right? They might think like, oh, well, this is just a, a child's toy, right? And I think what this documentary is doing is it's trying to say like, hey, listen, this isn't just this isn't just that. This is this is a bigger thing, and we have you know these actually these championships and people win money at it. So I think they're trying to kind of expand the the optics of video games, you know, so. Yeah, it was just like the theatrics of when he won at the Hard Rock Cafe and they handcuffed him to a briefcase <laughs> and took him to a limo. And I was just like, holy shit, <laughs> fucking <Really>? 90s. <laughs> but I think, like, this is kind of also point shining a light towards, like, you think about what esports are now, you know, like, the, these were world champions. These were big then this is this is you know video games were super popular and they were having championships and all this stuff then it just wasn't as prominent as it is today when and you don't have the ability to have it televised and all that different stuff so like even in the 90s like they were well 80s shit and you know they've had world championships you know and these things have been a big deal they're just you know like you said unknown mm-hmm. because you didn't get to see them or, you know, you didn't know about them back then. Yeah. And that definitely seems to be a episode theme show a world championship that kind of involves what they're talking about that episode, uh, which I think is cool. I don't know if that continues because some of you've watched all of it. Some of you might not have. Uh, I, so I, I like that cause it links it in cause I didn't know about any of these. And I, it, it was kind of funny too. Like, they get them to Alcatraz. They're dressed up like prisoners. They're making them take the photos. <laughs> like that stuff was just making me laugh. And that guy, uh, what's his name? Chris something. I wrote Tang. Down. Tang. He like he was a character too. Like what? One of my favorite memes and Reddit subreddits is the boom catches for Jeff uh, thing. I had no idea that was him that said that i was like i don't know who the guy is and then as soon as he said he's listing like his accomplishments and like what he does and he's like and i'm the boom tetris for jeff guy and i was like what like that's where he's from <laughs> that's how i know this guy <laughs> no they had like a short tit- oh, go, go, go 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 you got it no, I was going to say they, they had like a, a short tidbit in there about, you know, this holiday season, video games are expected to cross $3 billion. And I was like, wow, look at where we're at now. Like, yeah, holy that, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say that to me, Chris Tang reminded me of like an Asian Wayne Campbell from Wayne's World. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like. he, has, he has quite the hair. Like, he is <laughs> a character. <laughs> uh,. All right. But say his the same thing though with him, like all these championship ones, they learn the patterns, they strategize. And he like I thought it was so cool when he's like, Yeah, to make sure I make it to the top two, I didn't show my full pattern. I made sure to get hit a couple times so that because if anyone was paying attention, they could pick up on his pattern and he could lose then. So and then he's like, in the final round, it's the last round. I'm playing my pattern exactly. And he's like, yeah, and I paused with he seven paused. seconds or whatever left. Come on. To be like, yeah, I'm winning. <laughs> like, he paused to look at the other guy's score. That's a middle that's finger. Amazing. They're like, come on. <laughs> like, you ain't got I'm nothing, man. son. <laughs> I've been practicing all night with my younger brother. You ain't beating me. <laughs> all I was missing was a crotch chop right there. Just fuck you. <laughs> oh, uh, all right. Well, I guess that'll wrap up episode four. Uh, next week, we'll be, uh, we're going to have a fight on our hands. 
it looks like. Street Fighter Mortal Kombat coming to coming to consoles, and it looks like we're going to talk a little esports. So there you go, Adam. It's uh, it continues on at least from the uh, synopsis I'm looking at here. Oh, I'm interested what the last episode is going to be. So going to go. tie them all back together. Bring your favorite characters yeah. back for one last uh, episode. I think I'm. I think I'm going to be very excited for. Well, no, I'm just as excited as this one for love number six, which is level up which looks like it's going to talk about Star Wars and maybe Doom. Or not Star Wars, oh, sorry. Boy. Star Fox. I'm sorry. Oh, I, got Adam, I got Adam excited. Oh, I boy. Bet. I would have skipped next week. I wouldn't even have watched it. I would have <laughs> waited until episode, or episode six. Yeah, I would have waited until episode six. <laughs> you know, uh, so I'll just interject here quick. Speaking of Doom, did you see the latest thing that they have Doom running on? Minecraft? A, a pregnancy <laughs> test. Oh, God. What? <laughs> yeah. They got it running on a pregnancy test, like the little screen on a pregnancy <laughs> test. <laughs> so can you play that for two minutes, and if you blow up at the end, you don't have a baby? Or what's That's what right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. oh. That, 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 they, they put that on everything. It's not. <laughs> Skyrim is next. Yeah. Uh... You're not wrong. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. Hey. Uh... All right. <laughs> Xbox Series S. Adam, you stumbled across this. There's uh we got a price and a date that kind of yeah. leaked here. You wanna tell us a little bit yeah. about that? Uh it just happened yesterday. I should say it just became official yesterday. So there was I was kind of seeing it. I, I know we've talked about a couple times with PlayStation where it's been leaked somehow that a price gets out, whether it was like a I think it was like a French Amazon website like it was like something like that this is a case where there's a lot of leaks coming out of the xbox info and microsoft just said screw it we're gonna say it's official since it's leaking and then they released everywhere in social media like here's all the info uh and which basically confirmed a handful of leaks um prices specs which we hadn't heard much yet on all that i know we knew it was xbox you know the x and the s um one smaller one bigger uh S series smaller. s yeah and the x is extremely bigger big. okay. the big box the big box got yeah it. they uh got it they pushed it out and the one they're <laughs> the one that they're uh really promoting i would say just from if you like just looking at xbox's twitter is that is that series s the cheaper one which i think we talked about it we kind of gave it shit right when we we're all like yeah, you're going to buy the one that's a worse model. It doesn't run as well. And then you're going to want to buy the next one. Like, And I was saying, for parents, this is perfect for your kids. Like, go buy this one. And to see it come out at $300, like, uh, yes, it's all digital. So there's going to be no discs there, uh, which was my biggest play for the PS5. Why would you buy the disc one? Uh, and the space alone. Like, the controller is a third of the size of this thing. Like, and it looks like it's a normal Xbox, you know, newer Xbox controller. Like, that's going to take up no space somewhere on a desk. And then you factor everything we talked in about last week with, like, the Xbox Game Pass and how that's cheaper right now. You realistically could save a lot of money going at Xbox for the holiday season versus PlayStation. And I don't know if it'd make me change my mind about getting PlayStation versus Xbox, but... You know, I think it's a big move because we haven't heard anything about PlayStation. Xbox kind of drops the hammer and says, here we go. Specs, price, this is when it's coming out. Get ready. Uh, I don't know what games are coming out, but I, I 
I didn't expect it. I thought PlayStation would be first. Um, and I think we're going to be waiting on PlayStation for a while still. Which is just crazy. Like, what are they waiting for now? Like, it, yeah. It, do they really <laughs> not know? Like, yeah. <laughs> of course they know. Uh, it's just nuts that they're not going to release. So I think it's all, they're almost stuck now because it's like, okay, well, now Xbox, you know, it was all leaking and they just decided to drop out of nowhere. Now PlayStation's, they're like, okay, well, if we drop now, it's like we just dropped because Xbox dropped. So it's, I don't know. They're in a yes. tough spot now, you know, it's, and right. exactly. It's they need to just they just need, they need to just do it so that we can actually start understanding what we want to buy because especially since this is November twentieth is the release date on this, right? Like that's yep. two months away. Like people need to start figuring out, you know, that, not that you're going to be saving up, you know, two or four hundred or five hundred dollars in the next two months, but like people need to start like understanding this. You know, Adam, I think you were saying earlier that this is the latest we've ever gotten this amount yeah. of information about a new generation of consoles and it's just it seems it seems wild that they're waiting so long uh to do this but i don't know the uh the series s looks it actually looks really good i think i agree with you you know when we first started talking about this we definitely kind of poo-pooed it a little bit saying oh it's not as gonna be as good you know it's kind of a, a kid's thing but really when you look at the specs that are out there now it's not terrible like it's you know it's an eight core uh, you know pretty standard processor. It looks like it has the equivalent to about a 1080 Ti ish in it. Uh, I could be I could be a little bit off on that, but uh, and it, it'll do 1440p at at 60 fps. You know I suspect 1080p maybe that's where they can get up to the 120 fps. So it for for an entry level next gen console, uh, it's not terrible by any means. So. Uh, you know, the, given that the price difference we're talking is about two hundred dollars, that's not terrible. Not terrible at all. And really, all you're getting for that two hundred dollars is definitely you know a better graphics card, definitely a slightly better uh, processor, um, you know, maybe some more uh, some more hard drive space. But you know, at, at this point in time, are we really you know comparing dollars and cents on the hard drives that these things have, or SSDs? I guess it is now. Not, not really, right? So. I don't know. It's it's something to think about, you know, especially since uh, PlayStation. I don't think is going to have an answer to this, right? No. We haven't we haven't heard of any leaks that they're going to have a similarly priced uh, spec'd option. So this is really going to be interesting. Um, you know, it, it'll be interesting once PlayStation does drop. We'll we'll all have to talk about like which ones we actually would get. I think we were all kind of leaning PlayStation uh, a couple episodes ago. But now that we're getting more information out, I don't know that my decision has changed. But man, is it tempting for a cheaper console like that? So well, I'm gonna guess your decision hasn't changed when you described it as not terrible. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but I get it, um, and that was kind of the question I was gonna ask: is you know, with this happening with Xbox dropping their price, I mean, yeah, PlayStation probably can't come out right away and say it, but you know, what theirs are or anything, but did this, do you think, I'm, I would have to imagine they knew or anything, you know, wouldn't be a surprise, but do you think this caused any wrinkles in PlayStation to have to go, oh shit, they're going to put 300 bucks for their, you know, lower level console. And now we have to kind of look at what we want to price it at. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think PlayStation has their price set and I feel like 
all this did is create kind of a lose-lose situation. If if you get out ahead of it, they did. If they were releasing theirs first, and it comes out that it, you know, even if it has better specs, people are gonna just look at the price tag. So now, when you release yours and you're technically a lower level one, uh, because PlayStation's difference are one with a disc drive, one without a disc drive, people are gonna be like, why would I spend for? It's probably I think what I saw like a estimate slash leak the non-disc drive ps5 was going to be 450 people are going to look at that and be like i could save 150 dollars if i just go with the microsoft one especially if all i planned on buying was common games anyway uh if you if you're looking at exclusives that's a different thing but like i don't know there's that like a lose-lose now now if you're now you're just trying to match microsoft or and if your price is much higher people are going to be like scoff at that and it's just like well, that's what you get for waiting until two months from now when it comes out. When every the past three, it's been five to six months prior to it releasing. You've known this is what it's going to be. You're you're absolutely right because like, what is PlayStation going to do? Like, cause there was all these rumors that the top uh, the top of these consoles is going to be six hundred bucks, right? Like, what are they going to do now? They can't come out at six hundred bucks, especially with Xbox having then would have two consoles that are cheaper. Yep. And the X and the the PS5 are supposed to have fairly like comparable uh, specs. I guess is there any chance? You know, we have heard those rumors that PlayStation is going to have a uh, just a digital only version and a uh, disc version. Like, is there any chance that they're going to do what Xbox did and have that digital only version also have downgraded specs and downgraded price? Like, uh, I, is that a yeah. possibility? They, I I don't remember. I feel like we saw specs, but I don't. I bet we saw specs for the disc drive one. So I don't know. I feel like they have to have already started making these things, right? Like, how are you going to meet yeah. holiday oh, season yeah. if you didn't start production on these? Um, so like, I don't know. I feel like there's there might be time to like essentially downgrade things so that you can just sell it at the same price as Microsoft, but. Technically, I think what I was reading is for when a new gen of consoles comes out, the companies like lose money the first year, and then they start making money on these things after the first year. So, like, if you know you're not going to be making a ton of money on this anyway, it might be a good idea. I really think that what's going to happen is PlayStation is going to put out some kind of bundle to make you save games, but you're not really saving costs on the console. That, to me, is, like, the only way you get across it. Like, hey, but Microsoft, the games are going to cost you $70. PlayStation, you get to pick three games, and they're going to cost $50 a piece. You know, something that's, like, not that big a deal, but it's got to be some kind of savings. Why would you choose one versus the other, then, if you're looking at price alone? Yeah. Any, any last words on this, uh, Sean? You got any, any thoughts on the Series S? S? <clears throat> Like I said, I, from a business, it's a genius move because if you're, it's going to be out for a decade, and there's no way in hell you're going to buy the Xbox S and not eventually upgrade to the bigger, badder version of it. You know, if you're a kid who's 15 years old, your parents buy this for you for Christmas. You know, cool. You know, you get to play all the games with your friends, but still, you have sort of a, a crippled. Um, console you know it's not what it truly could be 
by the time you're 20 and you have, you know, steady income, a good job, hopefully the world hasn't ended, you're going to end up shelling out <laughs> money to get the bigger battle, batter bundle. So, uh, I mean, to me, it makes sense that, you know, parents are going to buy the cheaper one and eventually it's going to be out long enough that they're going to upgrade anyway. So they're going to sell two consoles to most people that end up getting the S first. So I, I think that to go with Adam, it, PlayStation did kind of shoot themselves in the foot with not only not prepping people with enough time to save up the money for the console that they want, but by also likely not having that cheaper version for the immediate release that's coming out in the next few months. It's like, you got to give people a little bit more of a heads up than that, especially if they're going to sit over here and dangle 300 bucks in front of you. It's like, that's that's got to be kind of tempting. Yeah. I, I'll I'll go and predict that if PlayStation doesn't have an answer to this three hundred dollar console, that Xbox Series X will be the top selling console for sure this holiday. Oh if yeah, not for the next two years. I agree, completely agree. It price alone, and just think of how twenty twenty is, where people like like you. Ha- I have to make a better decision of spending money on something with not knowing what's going to happen next month with everything that's happened with 2020. Like if you know up front, you're potentially saving $150 to get your next gen console, which might not be as fancy as it could be, but it gets your foot in the door. And then the game pass, like I just keep coming back to the game pass that for right now, $1, I think normally it's going to be five or nine, whatever it is, 10 bucks a month. You can start playing some of those games that are coming out right away. And then you're not even spending the $70 a game. Like, you're instantly saving so much money compared to PlayStation. Like, that's going to be such a big seller come holiday season. And is that price going to change with the with the new Xbox? Is that is that going to go up, that rate? I assume. I, you know, I don't know. I only assume it will. I think this, like, the what you guys are spending where it's, like, one or five or whatever is, like, an intro for PC, new PC users. The... Normal is fifteen ninety nine and nine ninety nine, and there I don't know what all the differences are between ultimate and regular. We talked about them a little bit last so, week. It's mainly perks and whatever. Yeah, but. I think the fifteen ninety nine one includes PC and Xbox console. So sure. it's I think typical price is going to be ten bucks a month for each. So if you have one or the other, it's ten bucks a month. Right now they're doing that special edi- or special price. Uh, for the PC at a dollar and then going up to five, you know, eventually, you know, six months from now, that'll go back up to 10. Um, but then they, they're giving you a deal at 15 with that ultimate one where you get it for both PC and console. So, yeah. And you, you get extra perks. Cause I had it for Xbox only and you got extra, I don't know if perks is the word you got the upgraded games. If that means anything to someone, like I was spending 15 bucks a month. I got the hundred dollar version of a game versus the $60 version, which just means, extra DLC up front versus paying for it six months down the road. So, like, you know, if that means something to you, like, that, to me, is such a good deal. Like, you're going to be saving money on games up front if they're released right away. Um, yeah. <laughs> Xbox might... And I, I was talking shit uh, for the past couple of months. I think Xbox is going to win out. They're going to win the, <laughs> the fake console war here. I <laughs> know. Uh, Crazy. Oh. Well, I still like PlayStation's library more, so... I agree with you. I probably won't end up buying an Xbox regardless. I agree with you. That's my opinion, too. If I was buying only common games, I'd probably get an Xbox. But when you factor in the the games I know I want to play, PlayStation, and all my friends have PlayStation, 
if I want to play with them, playing on PlayStation. Like, you know, there's things that make my choice different. But if I'm someone who doesn't have that part of it, why would you look at price and be like, oh, yeah, I'm getting an Xbox? You know, I guess I guess that is the thing, because maybe Xbox is realizing that they don't have the exclusives that Sony does. And, uh, you know, they're realizing they have to compete somewhere. Like, put it this way, back, uh, you know, two months ago when we were talking about this and we said, well, this is hands down Sony's game, right? Because we were assuming they were the same price and we were just looking at really the big differentiator being exclusives. It's like, okay, well, Sony's going to win. You know what? They made it real tough now by having a better price and a a fairly good spec option. You know, that makes it a tough decision, which realistically, that's what they're looking for, right? So. You know, good to them. Good for them. Well, you look and, at the. You know, Go ahead. I was gonna say, and parents listening, just so you know, Fortnite is free, so just get an Xbox because <laughs> you don't have to pay for that game anyway. Well, you know, we just uh, we just watched an episode of High Score that talked about console wars and some of the things that Sega had to do to get into the market or try and get that you know better share. And what was one of the first things they did was drop the price was from 189 to 149 and all of a sudden you yep. know they there they got to step up on Nintendo right there and you know doing things like that is you know can certainly help in the business when it's you know razor thin as to who's going to win out because it you know generally they're virtually the same console spec wise maybe but then you have those few exclusives but if you're looking at it solely on things like that like Oh, I can play pretty much all the games I want to play, and I can get it for a cheaper price and and be on my way. Then there you go, you know. Yep. Yep. Well, Genesis. What is it? Uh, Genesis do Nintendo. Genesis it, what does what Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Catchy. I love it. That's great. So good. That's so good. <laughs> that, what a great. I know we're going back to it, but those five points. So simple. It was like, holy shit, you just changed everything by five simple points and then executing on those five points. Oh, that's the hard part. It's actually executing. Yeah, and making it work. doing it, yeah. yeah. Some, some things that may not be able to be done nowadays. <laughs> Granted, uh, Xbox is releasing, but like their big pushing game of Halo isn't coming out until next year anyway. So, I, you know, that's something to think of. Yeah. Halo's dead. <laughs> it's not in any of our top games so it doesn't matter no. <laughs> well speaking of Nintendon't we did get some news oh. from Nintendo in the third of the consoles that are here uh, we had some new games announced we got some big ones I mean 35th anniversary of Super Mario and they're they're kind of they've been working on they must have been working on this for a while they got some it's called 3D All-Stars and it looks like they're putting together kind of all the recent games of the 3D generation, from Mario 64 up to, I think, the first one of the Wii, the, the Super Mario Galaxy. Yeah. For those Mario fans, I mean, are you guys excited for this? I, you know, you have to have a Switch, I guess, to play it, so I don't know. I'm out. <laughs> you, had, you had your chance. They're back to a thousand bucks. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I think is uh, probably the only other person on the panel here that has a switch. I, can, I, can talk about it. I um, bought one, just not for me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You do have one. Yeah, you really, you really fucked up. I just want you to know, you fucked up. <laughs> you, know what? you know, maybe 
maybe she'll let you play Hyrule Warriors. You know, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Here, but... <laughs> she hasn't even finished Breath of the Wild. That's <laughs> never gonna happen. Um, so no, it is it. This is fantastic news, right? 35th anniversary. What a great time to do it. I don't think anybody was really uh, expecting this at all. Um, but yeah, they're releasing all the 3D Mario's. Uh, you know, those first couple uh, couple 3D Mario's anyway. Uh, starting with 64, and then Sunshine and Galaxy. And they, the I think the biggest thing that people are complaining ish about is that they really haven't done anything with the graphics. It's a hundred percent just a a port uh, to make it play on the Switch. Which, hmm. to be honest, you know that's kind of their mo, right? They've been they haven't really been doing a ton of remasters, uh, you know, maybe a few, but really it's been like, okay, you want to play NES games? We'll release an an NES emulator, basically. And now you can play NES games. You want to play Super Nintendo games? Same thing. Um, you know, I think this is going to be kind of the start to doing that for 64 and GameCube games. Uh, so it's, which is exciting because those that's my era. Like reference my top 10 from two weeks ago and see how many N64 games were on there. Uh, you know, so I'm, I would be excited about this, except for the fact that, you know, I have an emulator, don't tell Nintendo, but I've played this game a few times already on my PC. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but otherwise I would have been really excited about it. And what I'm interested to see at what they do is how do they match the N64 controller to the switch? You know, I'm very interested to see how they do that. Because, you know, maybe with the Mario games, it wouldn't be as difficult to kind of understand how they're going to do that compared to some other games. But, uh, you know, I think that's the biggest hurdle to, you know, it's like the same thing. The hurdle with a Wii is putting motion controls. The hurdle with the N64 is putting that crazy controller. Uh, so it's anyway, it's super interesting that this is happening. It's I think everybody's really in love. And, you know, barring the news, we're going to talk about Zelda in a second here. I think everybody is super excited now saying, well, 35th anniversary for Zelda is next year. Uh, what does that What does that mean? Come on, so. Arcarina of Time, Majora's <laughs> Mask. I want to see them all. I, I love that. That's that's yeah. I think this is you hit it on the head here. That this is their start of bringing more of the N64 games to you know an, an emulator type onto the Switch. So that's would be really really exciting. I've been waiting for that to happen. I'm super excited for this one. Because I loved like, Mario sixty four was one of my favorite games. Loved playing that one, and I think you, I think you're right too. Like those games are a little easier to port over to a different controller. Uh, you know what they've? I mean, they've already done Super Mario Odyssey for the for the Switch, so like they can probably do that and be okay. Um, you know where it may be different for other games like Star Fox 64 or something where, you know, you that controller seems so perfect for different games where uh, you know, for Mario games you can get away with with changing it up a little bit and still be fine. But either way, I mean, I I still have my working N64 and and the games that I've I've, you know, I would hook up or, you know, an emulator, but I still think I'll end up buying this one just because I I love playing these games and it's it keeps it in the one spot. I can keep my my switch up on my, you know, and sit in front of the TV on the couch and play it as opposed to, you know, having the computer in front of me is kind of nice. So I'll probably end up shelling out the money for it. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I don't have a switch. I kind of wish I did for all Mario related stuff. I just love Mario. Um, Cause that was what my childhood was. Sega, you just missed me. 
but then uh, <laughs> um, what I think is interesting, and I don't know if you guys really dug into it, because the kind of the Nintendo, this was all from a Nintendo Direct. They had all their little trailers like we did a few episodes ago. Um, and I know we'll get into Zelda in a second. But what I want to kind of point out is this is very Mario-focused, uh, different Mario games. What I think is interesting is that most of these are releasing now, and they're going to only be available until the end of March next year, and then they're no longer available. So, like, I'm curious how that all works. Um, so, like, Super Mario 3D All-Stars, it's giving you, uh, I think we said it already, but the enhanced versions of Mario 64, Sunshine, Mario Galaxy, and it says it'll only be available until March 31st, physically and digitally. So, like, I'm curious how that all works. Um Hopefully that doesn't mean you lose the game March 31st, or does that mean no one can uh, buy it again can't do that, yeah. after March 31st? Because that'd be a little insane. Okay. Uh, but then they combined a bunch. They have Mario 3D World. They combined a bunch of Mario All-Stars for Nintendo Switch Online, which is a lot of the classics with uh, Super Mario Bros. 2, 3, and the Lost Levels, which I think is awesome. Uh, I didn't see anything about that. That's available now. I didn't see anything about that leaving... Uh, but the one that caught my eye was Super Mario Bar- Bros. 35, which is a battle royale of playing Mario levels, and it's one versus you play 34 others and you try to be the winner. <laughs> and I was like, "Holy <laughs> shit, it's Fall Guys, but 2D." <laughs> yeah, and Mario, <laughs> and it's Mario. <laughs> and yeah. but that's the same thing where it's it's exclusive to Nintendo Switch Online, and then I thought I read something like. It'll only be available until March 31st. So, like, that tidbit, like, that date, I wonder why that's a date. Like, why is things stopping March 31st, 2021? Like, what's happening then? Uh, probably involves some research. I didn't actually Google that to find out. Well, um, I, I think, and this I, this is just from uh, cursory uh, control F, but I think that's just the Super Mario Bros. 35. I think that's just the Battle Royale that will stop working on March 31st. No, look at the um, 3D All-Stars. It's the same thing. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it it'll says it right be, above the video. It'll only be available uh, until March 31st, which, I, like, I'm very curious what that means. Does that mean, like, you can only buy it up until that date? Or, like, if you have it, what happens on April 1st? It's they April 1st. Oh, they're fucking, they're fucking around. It's April 1st. There it is. I saw it. I know. figured it out. I figured it out. Got it. <laughs> yeah, there must be that, you know, they, they must be doing the Disney vault uh, style, you know, where it's only, only oh, releasing God. things for a little while. Every 35 years? I hope not. Because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, if you, I, you can't. I mean, if you buy it, you, they can't take it away from you. Otherwise, I'm going to fucking get my money back that's for damn sure because that's a bunch of shit so it is uh, i'm sure there's there's some caveat to that like if you bought it you're 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 good but if you didn't buy it then you're out of luck until we put it back out again yeah and i was curious if it's linked because i i didn't find any concrete i've just been like from just seeing news come up on twitter and just reddit and whatever else uh seeing things about nintendo with like the next it's not a next-gen Switch, but, like, they're updating things on the Switch, and they're going to have a new one coming out at some point. Seeing the same date listed a couple times makes me kind of think, oh, are they coming out with one, like, early next year? Which I didn't look into, so I have no idea if that's happening or not. But, you know, it, there is one on the horizon. 
Um, it's possible. Maybe, they got this one listed about uh, this this classic device that's going to be able to play the Super Mario Brothers games and things like that too. I don't know if that's what you saw there. Possibly. You know, the, I don't uh, know. I, I kind of laughed at the Super Mario All Stars being released on the Switch under the SNES module because you could play all four of those under the NES module if you want to. They have yeah. them all out there separate. So I'm like, well, that, but great. That doesn't do you any good. <laughs> so pick one. They all look the same. They all play the same. <laughs> so. I think this is the one I had. Like, this is an actual cartridge, right, for the Super Nintendo? Well, it doesn't look like this. Because I feel like there, I had one where it was multiple Mario games in one. It had to have been something like this, right? I'm sure it was. It was probably this one, yeah. It was probably this exact thing. Man, really think... original Nintendo. Yeah. Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo. So I think... I think we can clear up the fact that so the Super Mario 3D All Stars will be you'll still have it after March 31st. They just say they're going to delist it from the store, so you won't be able to buy it anymore. But it'll still be tied to your account. You'll still be able to play it. Whereas that Battle Royale, uh, that one is only playable until March 31st. Uh, but obviously, that's a free to play, so that they're not really stealing anybody's money in that case. Yeah. And what I would say then, uh, Dan and Drew specific, uh, make sure to buy some physical copies of Super Mario 3D All-Stars. So when April 1st and a schmuck like me finally gets a Switch, you can sell it for a profit. <laughs> you know what? This might, be the, this might be the only time when you do want to buy the physical copy. You know, like, a limited time release like this is the only time when you do want to buy a physical copy. Because otherwise, it's just a pain in the ass to have those physical little cartridges yeah so <laughs> that's true that's the end of the chance you get to play all right hyrule warriors age of calamity adam kind of dropped this one on us pretty pretty exciting stuff for for zelda yeah. fans i think something different you're welcome <laughs> well you want to tell us it's about awesome. it Tell us a little bit about it. Not me. I, I said in our top ten, I've never even played these games. <laughs> this, is, this is all you guys. Drew's it looks like top... Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> Drew's top ten are five Nintendo 64 games and five Zelda games. <laughs> and some of the Nintendo 64 games are also Zelda games. <laughs> and I think that's what uh, it, I think that's what it is. It's supposed to be like Dynasty Warriors. It just, yeah, it's uh, just a total all-out hack and slash brawl. Which you know what? I like Dynasty Warriors. That actually yeah. looks pretty cool. And just put it in, is... just plug in Zelda. <laughs> yep. So for for those who haven't seen it, uh, it's a it's a Hyrule Warriors. So there was an original Hyrule Warriors that came out, uh, gosh, a while ago. Um, but this one is it's called Age of Calamity because it takes place a hundred years before the events of Breath of the Wild. So, you know, in Breath of the Wild, you're fighting uh, Calamity Ganon, and it's 100 years after Link was uh, kind of put to sleep, and Zelda's been fighting Calamity Ganon for 100 years. So this takes place uh, before that happens. Uh, so spoiler alert, <laughs> it's a prequel to, you know, to what happens in Breath of the Wild. But, uh, like you said, it's a one versus a thousand plus enemy uh, warrior type game. And it has a bunch of playable characters, so you can play as Link, as Zelda, as all of the champions. Uh, there's probably going to be more as well. So it just looks like it. It really looks like a lot of fun. You know, it's it sounds like 
I watched a little bit of the, the direct uh, that they released it on, and it sounds like they're typically there's like a main Zelda team that works on the main Zelda games, and then there's a separate team that works on these kind of offshoot games like Hyrule Warriors. Um, but it sounds like for this one specifically, they worked very closely together to really nail down, you know, the movements, the story, the, you know, how the interactions occur. So it sounds like this is going to be really a good kind of like holdover. Like while we're all waiting for Breath of the Wild 2 news, uh, it was even funny in that, uh, God, I can't remember his name, the the head of the Zelda team. Um, he was like, we don't have any uh, information to share about Breath of the Wild 2. But in the meantime, uh, here's a new Zelda game. And oh, by the way, it's releasing this year uh, in November. So I think everybody was super surprised that this came out because I I really feel like there hasn't been any uh, speculation that this was going to be a thing. So it looks really awesome. Yeah, I mean, I hadn't heard any news on any of this either. So it was kind of a surprise, just like the Mario stuff. I mean, that was kind of a surprise. It wasn't anywhere on the radar, at least from what I was looking through and uh, this being, I never played the original one. Looks like it was from in 2014, so I don't know if I want to go back and play that one just to get an idea for what this is going to be like when it comes out. But it it does certainly look like it's something that would be a lot of fun to play, even if you're not necessarily a Zelda fan. Just the fact that it's you know kind of a a different take on it is is probably good. Oh, hey, it's the same uh, team that made Dynasty Warriors is working to make Age of Calamity. So that's so it's going to be good. There you go. <laughs> the you go. fighting will be top notch. Nice. Yeah, that's really exciting, actually, because there's that's a couple, uh, I think, a couple of good gap fillers and, and good ones almost to release around the same time as the new consoles are coming out, too. So, you know, gives you a reason to continue to pay attention to the Nintendo Switch in the meantime. Yeah, I was actually going to make that point. Like, I'm curious who their actual competition is, because I I have not considered their true competition to be, like, PlayStation and Xbox or Microsoft or Sony and Microsoft, whatever. No, it's supply I, and demand. That yeah. That's their enemy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not, that's... Wrong. Uh, not unless you're a third-party seller. You're making bank right now. Uh, the Like, I've always been curious. Like, because I, I guess I've never just seen them as a console since GameCube when it was kind of a console. It was like mini discs. It was different. Uh, and then you get the Wii and it's like a whole new thing with motion control. And, and now the Switch where it's like you can treat it like it's a console or play it as a handheld. Uh, and I, I just feel like this is normal kind of for Nintendo to not release news like super early in advance. And it's like they don't have to because just put Mario or Zelda on it and people are going to be like, yeah, I'm going to buy that. So I, I didn't need to watch trailers for six months. It's coming out in a month or, Oh, it comes out in like a week. Great. I'm going to play it in a week. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't feel yeah. like they have to, like it's, there's yeah. nothing like, like it's a console, but there's nothing like it because it's the handheld and motion control. It's got everything like, damn it. I want to switch. <laughs> this is this uh, this basically seems like it's been their mo for 35 years you know since yeah it, been it really has. like you know they they talked about it in in the in the show you know about how they you know dominated the market and they could you know they had ex- exclusivity to most things and people had to you know basically use their uh you know discs and their chips and stuff like that as proprietary they had to buy everything from nintendo 
to make their money and the same thing like you said Sean supply and demand they would literally purposely under you know supply things so that the demand was always there and they always had to come to Nintendo for it and they could you know like oh is this oh you want to you know you want to release all these games on our system well mm, you're only going to be able to release 5 a year and we're going to tell you how many you're allowed to release like what the fuck <laughs> Uh, oh, oh! You want to go somewhere else? Well, you can't because we're the only game in town. So I, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. it seems like they continue that today. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, we're only going to release this many Nintendo Switches or whatever because then the demand is always going to be there. So there you go. Any last words on the Nintendo Direct and the Mario? Any of the Mario news or Zelda news? Uh, I just want to switch again, listeners. If you got one and you're not charging three thousand, I might buy it. (laughs) Now I just want to play Mario Battle Royale. You know, I'm addicted to this shit. So Battle Royale. Looking at you, mom. I know you're listening. You know what I want for Christmas? What's the What's the Twitter What's the Twitter handle at Adam Chudy sixty four? At at uh shit. It was like at shit. At At shit. Yeah, Twitter, oh, Twitter shit. at shit for a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> yeah, let's boost the shit out of that. Literally, let's get me a Switch. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we're starting, <laughs> we're starting a campaign to get Adam a Switch. Here we go. Go All fund right. me. <laughs> Here you go. It's uh three hundred fifty dollars online right now. Where fifty? There you go. Electronic Express. I've never heard of them. Yeah. Okay. Go on Ali- <laughs> yeah. Go to Alibaba. Alibaba. <laughs> uh, identity fraud. It's three hundred dollars in taxes or in shipping. <laughs> You'll get it in eight to ten months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. It'll be here in eight to ten years. <laughs> eight to ten what? Yes. <laughs> I will take it. All right. Before we move on, let's uh, pay those bills. Give a little love to some sponsors and to thechairshot.com before we hit number four and number five on our list. You've been listening to A Winner Is You at thechairshot.com. We'll be right back. Now a word from my God, our sponsor. Why should you visit thechairshot.com? Thechairshot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Just for our good friend Adam over here. Uh, 
This is my yard now. There you go. Son of a... I was about to be so mad. <laughs> uh, this is my yard now. You know what? Hey, he's making down. a comeback. Maybe he's going to like him now. You know really? why? Because he's with... Because he doesn't talk. Yeah, he's they with Paul found someone to talk for him. <laughs> well, you know, it, it took long enough. Yeah, no shit. They should have the second they let Brock Lesnar talk like five years ago when he came to Raw that one night, and they were like, "We gotta get Paul Heyman back because this guy <laughs> should not have a mic." <laughs> they should have done that with Roman Reigns. Right? He'd be he'd be a star. <laughs> no reason. No, he was supposed to be the world's biggest baby face, and everybody went. Uh, this is the people don't like baby faces. And Vince McMahon, like, Vince McMahon said, "Cause there's no chance in hell." And I'm gonna turn him heel. Oh, those were the good old days. And then he started having people kiss his ass, and then he kissed Rikishi's ass, and yeah, <laughs> Good God! I don't know how he kept his voice. I really don't. <laughs> Uh, Adam, I've dropped in. I, I've dropped three links into the Skype now for reasonably priced switches. So, oh, not you know, you know, every time you do that, that ping Sold. picks up on the audio. You know that, right? Oh, does it? Yeah, <laughs> way to do that right in the middle of an ad. <laughs> oh, there you go. Now, <laughs> listeners, you can tell when I. Check <laughs> oh man, it's okay. We're professionals professionals hey uh yeah, i never i never claimed to be uh, any good at any of this stuff so oh, sorry. Shit. <laughs> and it comes with animal crossing oh yeah. you got me sold <laughs> i don't know did you hear the snow i just played a second ago i think we're all right <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> like that's that's just a riveting great entertainment right there nailed it <laughs> we are uh I we say that profe- a lot now. We're professional podcasters. <laughs> uh, yeah. Put that in the blooper reel. Both our viewers must be thrilled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. Uh, so we got EA back on the board again, and guess what they're doing? Selling ads and games. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I put this in here. Uh, I was going around on Reddit. I think the the news is kind of a little bit a while ago. I think they. This kind of came up a couple months ago, but it's finally been coming around. On uh, it came on Reddit, so it's this UFC game uh, that EA released, and it, so it's a it's a sixty dollar game. So it's a full priced game, and it it's right a big in the middle of too. replay, it's a big game, right? It's, like it's a, a big, huge, big one. And right in the middle of, I think it's replays, you'll all of a sudden get a pop up ad. Yeah, that will you know splash the screen for a couple seconds, but then it'll kind of go down to the bottom and then persist, you know, in a small square on the bottom of the screen, uh, you know, for the normal however many seconds, thirty seconds or whatever. Uh, I I feel like I have to say this again. This is a sixty dollar full release game, and they're putting ads in it. Oh. <laughs> this knockout brought to you by Jose Cuervo. As soon yeah. as you wake up, you better take a shot, and you'll feel better. It- it's, and it's, it's not like they, they it's not like they don't already have like all the ads plastered around the arena anyway. It's like they there's always been advertisements in there. They're just static. But now they're like, Oh, we draw your attention to this guy down here and it's like, Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Bunch of bullshit. I was gonna say exact same thing. 
Look at Sorry. the arena. Look at the like. The, <laughs> look at the map. It's all ads. <laughs> like, well, yeah. Just like in real life, and they can probably and, sell and, new new ad space as often as they want, and just. And but there's a new mod for the game or a patch. Oh, sorry, fuck. just wait till they do that with the clothing, right? I mean, you could do that in UFC games. You get sponsors and you put them on the on your clothes. They're gonna just start adding them in there. Hey, put our name on on your on your shorts, right on your crotch. There it is. You know, Marie Callender's, whatever. You know, I don't know. <laughs> Jimmy John's best sub around. <laughs> put that right over the schlong. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm surprised. Uh, I've. I, it doesn't surprise me. It's just infuriating, I think. It, that, well, the, and the, the real problem is, is that it's not even just during uh, replays and things like that. Like, during gameplay, those ads will pop up. Like, granted, they don't splash over the entire screen, but there's like a little scoreboard at the bottom of the game, and these little ads will start popping up from that little scorecard while you're playing the freaking game. Oh, that's just yeah, because that's my bullshit. eyes are on the scorecard. <laughs> well, yeah. well yeah, they're going to draw you away. <laughs> that's the thing like it's like your eyes shouldn't be on the scorecard right it's a fighting game you're paying attention to either your player or the opposing player trying to do whatever and like all of a sudden this little thing is just popping up it's like it's like you're trying to work and all of a sudden you're getting skype messages and emails all day like this is just bullshit uh yeah i i think the like from what i was looking because i've seen the thing on reddit you shared and then clicked in the video looked at a couple things to not have this out right away so that people wouldn't have this as their main bitching complaint for the reviews of this game. Wait, then do an update, and now you get ads because of the update, and that's all it is. And then all the backlash, and EA's like, we'll disable it. We'll, we'll take the ads out. It's like, haven't you learned your lesson? Like, the stupid decisions you make for more money and how people, like, people abandon Star Wars 2 Battlefront or Battlefront 2. Because of microtransactions, and that's the only way your player could get good fast, and then it broke the game. And it's like, when are you going to learn? But it's EA. They're, people are buying the same shit games every year, so it, it doesn't matter, I guess. Yeah. You heard, you heard uh, what's his name? He, he's from day one. Uh, what's the Trip Hawkins has been wanting to do? You know, just wants to sell money. That's all he wants. He just wants money. Just want to make a football game. Uh, just want to make a football game. You know, John Madden's face on it. Which, boom. <laughs> Tough acting to acting. Boom. That's what I always think of too. What, so, <laughs> what a, so I'm waiting, and I'm, I'm gonna. This is not the guy that does the UFC fights. I'm, you know, but uh, when when they start patching in commentary ads during the fights of, you know, during maybe in the middle, you know, when oh, the round and they're wow. they're patching up the guy and Mauro Ronello starts selling you on Asper cream, you know, I mean that's. <laughs> I can't. That's coming, right? I mean, that's got to be next. Stop! You just put that out in the airwaves. Gonna, that's <laughs> yeah. the next big Madden thing next year. He said yeah, that he's the like, oh. shitty announcers are going to be doing ads. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good idea. Oh. Yeah, it could work. Yeah, that's right. Vince no, McMahon no. listens to our wrestling podcast. I'm sure all the <laughs> video game enthusiasts or whatever listen to this one and will steal my ideas. It's cool. No, and it's it's the whole backtracking thing of ooh, our bad, our bad. We didn't mean to. They're testing the waters, like they're seeing what yeah, is mm-hmm. acceptable to get away with. And when people are like, "Oh hell no, you didn't just do that," they're like, oh, "I'm sorry, we didn't mean to." And they're gonna come up with something just a little bit more invasive, but a little more subtle that doesn't piss people off as much. Yep. And that's yep. that's their entire strategy, and always has been when it comes to this shit. 
And it's infuriating because you're right. It's like, how have you not learned to just make a football game? Like, just make a fucking game. You can have your little advertisements splattered all over the place as long as they're static. As long as they're not in my face popping out, fuck it. It, That's real life. It's on the UFC. There's fucking ads on the mats. But if, again, like Drew said, if you're paying 60 bucks for a full game and then they're hiding an update that's going to add ads to it, like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's pure garbage, is what it is. And like, we should have put the Madden rant I was going to do last week right here and i i was glad we skipped it because i could talk madden all day but like that ad looks real crisp and clean but then you go play madden and they have shit in there that's on the banners from two years ago where it's putting the raw like they just repeated the game they didn't change anything like it's yeah that's a little 2019 flare up there yeah it's like, but hey wow. this uh watch the boys on amazon and look at how that pops nicely on your screen and how it fits perfectly over the time scorecard thing right that's yeah right that's what it's gonna be that's what it's gonna be it's gonna be your you know when when nba 2k21 comes out and it's your you know your player of the game brought to you by the boys on amazon you know or whatever and it's gonna be different every time for whoever wants to buy the ad space and they're gonna keep patching it and you're gonna have to wait for that shit to come up instead of just like just fucking play i already gave you my damn money i don't i didn't do it by to see ads you know like yeah. <laughs> exactly. oh no well no now now here now is is the next thing gonna be okay we're we're talking about increasing prices of games so like you said sean you know they're testing the waters obviously because that's that's exactly what they're doing and, and then eventually it's going to be like either people are going to stop complaining and it's just going to move on and we're going to that's what we're going to have now or they're just going to keep working things in but is it is it eventually going to be okay? Well, you can pay sixty dollars for this game, and we're going to drop ads on you, just like they do with like Hulu or whatever. Or you could pay eighty bucks for the game, and you will get no commercials. To quote, "Never give up, never surrender." <laughs> nice, Boy. Galaxy Quest. Thank come you. On. That's awesome. <laughs> well done. I'm not shaking my head at that. I hate we're saying these things out loud because now this is going to happen. It's going to be a, here's the $80 version with no ads. Here's the $70 version with ads. And it's like, fuck you, EA. And you know what? I'm looking at this picture from Reddit where the big ass Amazon original, the boys, because that season two just came out. That space in the middle of the ring is definitely where they're like, who wants to pay us money? We're swapping that little yep. ad spot out uh, yep. with every update that's perfect for what that is and i'm trying to think of other games like i don't recognize ads in madden it's just ea their logo everywhere um but like if i'm playing like mlb the show they make it seem like an actual baseball park where there's ads all over the park but it's typically like for the companies that made the game so, like, it'll have a Sony logo. I, I think it's, like, Tiburon or something. Like, they're big with sports things. Like, it does those kind of ads. This is, like, I swear, the first time I realized this, where it's, like, actual companies' logos, yeah. like, it's legit selling ad space. So, they said that in their statement. So, they, they posted a statement saying that they were going to be removing these ads. And they said, 
you know, and I quote here, this type of advertising inventory is not new to the UFC franchise, though we have typically reserved displaying ads to specific main menu titles or Octagon logo placement. It is abundantly clear from your feedback that integrating ads into replay and overlay experiences is not welcome. No shit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we're trying to give you the realistic presentation like you're watching it live. Uh, when you paid seventy dollars on a Sunday to watch it or whatever day, but it's like, holy shit, EA! Because they would have been geniuses if people were like, "Oh, that's cool." It's like I'm really watching a fight. Then they would have been like, "Oh, we're geniuses." This was clearly a okay. See if people hate this, and people hate it because one, it's EA, and everything EA does is to make more money out of someone. Uh, so of course, people are going to hate this. Yeah. And it's it's kind of not even a new concept because there are a lot of smart TVs that you buy that automatically come with like ad interlays on the bottom of the screen. Yep. Like you, you've bought a $1,200 TV and they're still selling you ads. And I'm like, that's why I would never hook up my TV to the internet. Like, fuck that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Looking at you, Samsung. It's virtual. It's virtual billboard space. You know, you buy, you buy the game space for a month and then, you know, you move on or whatever. And the next person in line it that's yeah it's horrible it's horrible yeah that's that's completely different than you know oh yeah they they did this in other games yeah uh-huh they did it in ufc like or like sean said you know where yeah they're just static in the background and that's all it is and you know a lot of times it's just the companies or stuff like that or it's generic oh look we have this adidas gear that you can buy and you can put the logo on your jersey or on your you know shorts or whatever but not Oh, we're selling you. We're, hey, watch this video while you're in the middle of fighting a guy. You know, fuck you. It's like, the YouTube experience. Yeah. When I'm watching The Simpsons and I see an overlay <laughs> of American Dad pop up on the bottom of the screen, it's annoying enough. I don't. I'm not playing a yep. video game. I don't. That's not what I'm paying for. I'm not paying for that. That's part of the cable service, not the sixty dollars of a video game I just bought. Well, and it, you know, it's funny you mention that because it is like they're trying to emulate things that happen on cable, right? And with the UFC especially, because this game looks so realistic and it just kind of reminds you of a UFC fight that you would pay for, it's almost like they thought people aren't even going to notice this because they're just so used to these little pop-up ads coming up all over the place. People aren't even going to notice it. And it's like, you are wrong. Like <laughs> This is not... Like, there's a reason people are fleeing from cable uh, left and right to get these ad hoc services. And, you know, this is one of them. And... Yeah, I, I, all I can say is hopefully this proved to them that this was a bad idea, uh, but I'm not going to get my hopes up. Like They're going to try this again six months from now. I know it. They so. did it to give you a sense of pride and accomplishment. I mean, we all know that. <laughs> it's a, it was a surprise mechanic. <laughs> oh, yeah. It'll keep happening. You'll have the Miller Lite knockout of the night. You know, we'll have, uh, you know, oh, I'm God. sure Madden will start something. Will you, know? you stop? Stop giving them ideas. <laughs> no, oh, you know God. what's going to happen? With, you know what's going to happen with Madden? I complained about PGA uh, 2K21, where it was making me watch replays of computer players. Like, I give a shit. I can't play as those people. I'm playing my own guy. And... What's going to happen in Madden? It's going to be like, let's cut to red zone. And you have to watch all the other simulated games. (laughs) (laughs) Sponsored by NFL Network Red Zone. (laughs) I got the next one, too. NBA 2K21. Bango's going to come down with a Totino's pizza and give it to some lucky fan. Brought to you by Totino's. 
Get your new super pepperoni. (laughs) And you get those all those fans that are just duplicate copies of each other every like eight. They'll be like, and the kids just like fake lifting a pizza, so excited. Yeah. Yeah. Only if I get to watch the kiss cam in exchange. Uh, only you if it's know, brought to you. Only if it's brought to you by K Jewelers. Yeah, <laughs> I prefer the reverse food eating ones, just because that gets everyone's attention. Oh god, <laughs> that one is horrible. Oh god, no, thank you. Oh, son uh, of a you bitch! Upset me, and my day is ruined. <laughs> well, <laughs> if that's the case, then we should probably get on with the last thing we're going to talk about. Oh, here you go. Game over, man. Game over! That means we've got one more thing to talk about. Well, we've been talking about the potential of games going up in price and it looks like one of the biggest ones that is on the horizon cyberpunk is not going to be raising their price that's right sticking at 60 bucks they came out and said we will not be raising our price we are going to stick at 60 dollars for cyberpunk so uh everybody yay this is fantastic. This is one major uh, major developer that is deciding to really uh, just say, you know what, we're not we're not going to do this, and we're there's no reason to to jump up the price to seventy bucks. We're just going to stick down. So it's you know it's no surprise. Like I think I think we all are you know well maybe not all of us. Uh, Sean and I are pretty big fans of CD Projekt Red uh, with you know The Witcher Three and then Cyberpunk. So. This is just awesome news. It's you know it, it really seems like you know we for as much as we bitch and rag on EA, we should be praising uh, developers like this. That you know, it it really feel like, it feels like they they have gamers interests at heart and they realize that you know maybe they're gamers themselves and they realize they don't want to be stuck doing all this crazy stuff. So yeah, I don't know. What do you guys feel about this? Is this going to be PlayStation? the new playstation 5 and xbox x or is this just for the current consoles so it is i believe on the new consoles is what they're saying is they're not going to increase their price so they're going to keep the 60 dollars. whether i'm not sure well who knows when cyberpunk is actually going to come out but uh (laughs) whatever console is current at that time i'm sure it'll be available on it uh if it's you know, soon it's going to be PS4 and PS5. You know, current and next gen consoles uh, are all going to be sixty dollars. So yeah, that's that's what I read too. Where I think it's supposed to come out on current gen and then also come out for next gen. And they said they're keeping it fifty nine ninety nine sixty bucks, regardless of if you bought it for last gen or this next gen. Um, and I, the I don't know if you guys read the actual article on it. But I love because like they how they reaffirm this question to link it back to EA, where the question to them literally was, "Do you plan to price games on next gen consoles at a premium?" Like it was recently announced by EA, and it's like, "Fuck you, EA!" <laughs> it's like, "Hey, we're releasing it twice, and it's gonna be the same game. 
but if you buy it on next gen, we're charging you a ten dollar premium. But yeah. you can pay even more if you don't want ads. Okay, sorry, I'll stop. I'll stop with the ads. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I've I've consistently <laughs> given praise to see to CD Projekt Red for what they did with The Witcher 2 and The Witcher 3 and all of the bonus content and all of the extra stuff and the updates that they give out for free. I mean, they don't force you to buy the DLC if you know you, you don't want to go buy the DLC, but they'll still make the main game better. They'll still give you bonus stuff here and there. Um, the original game actually didn't come with New Game Plus. That was part of an update package that they gave that you didn't have to pay for. They were just like, well... Here's New Game Plus, so you can keep all your shit and start back over. And like I said, that wasn't even part of the original game, but that's that's just something that they do, is they communicate with their community, they're constantly making sure their games are top-notch, they don't charge the fuck out of you for stuff if you're not if that's not what you're interested in. And then if you do end up paying for the DLC like Hearts of Stone and Blood and Wine, they're full, full DLC games that are going to take you well over 40 hours to beat. Like, they... You get what you pay for when you go with CD Projekt Red. So, I love those guys. And, you know, what's depressing to see is that there are, you know, as part of that release, they had did, they did mention microtransactions, right? And they talked about the fact that there would be microtransactions in a multiplayer version of the game where you could, you know, much like other games are doing, where you could, you know, spend some money to either get, you know, it's, it's probably all cosmetics and everything, right? Um but the, the problem with all this is that there's new sites out there that glommed onto that whole microtransaction thing. And, is, and is, are, that's the part of it that they're focusing on and they're saying, oh, Cyberpunk 2077 is going to have uh, microtransactions. And so much so to where CD Projekt Red had to come out on Twitter and be like, no, that's not what's going on. The full single player experience is going to be completely included at the base price of, and oh, by the way, it's $60 instead of 70 uh, and there's going to be a minor microtransaction availability as part of a you know single multiplayer like subset version of this game or you know part of this game. So it just it feels like there, you know, we should all be giving these type of developers praise, right? And then you have these people out there that are just I don't know. It's just bullshit that they <laughs> put on these headlines, right? And it's like, well, then they have to come out and defend themselves for doing something good. It just is bullshit. Yeah, it's difficult to to not give people praise, you know. It's but you know when there's other companies out there that yeah are just staring at people handing them money and just going, okay, what do you want? We will we'll put that in the sure we can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty cool that a company like this is, is doing that and not not increasing their price. You know, avoiding putting stupid things in there that would cause you to have to pay more money for the base part of the game or anything like that. And the whole Marvel Avengers things kind of comes to mind when we talked about that, where, you know, if you want to upgrade your character through, you know, all the different stuff, you could, you almost have to pay an extra 10 bucks per character to, you know, unlock all this different stuff, which you can do for free if you want to grind through it. But then like all these upgrades and all the, you know, extra, gear or whatever that you can get for that you get for the guy change doesn't change your character at all like you don't look any different in the game or anything like that it's just like that doesn't change your cosmetics and it's like well that's what's the point of that like come on you really couldn't add that into the game when you know you're talking about this huge massive game and you're going to charge people for certain things 
but then like it's almost worthless like it doesn't you can't show it off or anything like that or all these different loot that you can go find it doesn't do anything for you you know it's like eh what's the point why bother putting it in there so uh, you know yeah definitely praise the cyberpunk for doing that and uh did we talk witcher 3 as well here about the next gen upgrades did i did i hear a witcher i don't 3 think, I don't discussion? Think we... Yeah, I don't think we mentioned it yet, but, uh, you know, okay. just speaking to CD Projekt Red again, I think, uh, you know, they, Witcher 3 has been out now for, I don't know, Sean, has it been three years, four years, something like that? Um, it's It's been out for a while, and, you know, I think even today, if you go to play it, uh, I still contend that it looks amazing. It looks beautiful, even today, for, you know, three year, a game that was released three or four years ago, uh, it looks fantastic today. Uh, and they just announced that, yeah, if you if you own it, you know, on the PC right now, or if you own it on one of the current gen uh, consoles, you get a free upgrade to the next gen, and it it's supposedly going to have better graphics than it has today. So it's just like, really, like you're not. <laughs> Wait a second, hold on. Rockstar sold me the same game four times. <laughs> uh, uh, yep. That's what I was going to bring what up. I'm guys... like, what's what GTA what Five doing? doing for the new consoles? Huh? <laughs> So yeah, it's it's crazy that they're they're doing it. It it you know it almost seems like to their detriment because you think you you feel like maybe they're leaving money on the table, but at the same time it's like well this is just a slick move right? It's just a really cool move to just get people to say like yeah you've you've already bought the game you already have it on PC or next or uh, current gen, you know what it's ninety nine percent the same code we had an extra a couple extra ones and zeros here you can have it for free, you know so I hope just, that comes with the DLC. Yeah, right. <laughs> that would be well if you bought it. I wonder, yeah, does all is it just the base game that's going to be available Ooh, in next yeah. gens or is it going to be all the DLC and stuff like that? I would think it would be just all of it, you know, if you bought it. Oh yeah. You know, if it doesn't no, I think it's, uh, it. <laughs> right. I think well, it's the like definitive edition or whatever the edition is that they uh, have complete, all the complete, complete edition. I think that's a great oh. move. I mean, it's you know, yeah, maybe you're leaving some money on the table for people that are, would want to play it, but it, it keeps you, you know, engaged with that developer, you know, and they wanted to come back to play the rest of their games, and it gets you into the next gens, too. Like, hey, look, I'm not losing out on this game. I would rather keep my old console and continue to play it because it's my favorite game, but now it's like, oh, I can buy a new console and I don't have to spend another whatever, $60 or $70 or $80 plus all the downloadable content to buy it again. And I can still play my game, my favorite game and, and probably start a whole another online community. You know, I'm sure that's not going to change. And, you know, you spend money now on a new console and when their next game comes out uh, in 2077 with cyberpunk, that you'll be ready to play it, you know, and you'll be, you'll be excited for their games. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's, yeah, you know, nice that we can praise a good company for doing good things when the rest of them look like shit. Well, yeah. And think about all the people that don't have the game currently. Why wouldn't you like there was just a ton of deals where Witcher was and it was the complete edition of Witcher 3 was on sale like everywhere there a couple months ago. I'm sure it's going to come back around. I feel like I had it on Xbox when I originally played it. I picked it up on PlayStation because they had the complete edition. It was like 15 bucks, or like it was something crazy like that. Now, not only do I get to play it now, I can, if if I get the PlayStation 5, I can get the free 
PlayStation Five. That's awesome. Like it, it's going to be it's selling to people who don't have it now. You get them to go buy this game quick to see if they're like, oh, I can buy it now, and then maybe it'll be on a deal, and then I'll play it on the next gen if you know I get a next gen. But you're pushing some sales in that aspect if people didn't already have the game. But I and I think this kind of links back to what Sean was saying with like. Um, with just the company overall, like with CD Projekt Red, if you're, this is a company, like people hate DLC. I tend to not be a fan of DLC, especially paying for it in advance. This is one of those companies where if they're releasing DLC, it is worth it, DLC. It's uh-huh. not, hey, uh, one version of it. I'm Call of Duty and my DLC is $30, so you get one additional map. Like, yeah. to play online, that if you others don't have it, you can't play with them. Like, you're getting a full, almost a full game uh, you're actually getting a full game, especially with Witcher, if you look at those. Like, it's worth your money um, when they do a DLC. You're getting so much extra content. Uh, happy to support a company like this, which, Dan, you just said. Like, compare uh, them to EA. I am way happier to support this company and pay for DLC. And EA, you can go burn uh, in other words, <laughs> hey, as, you know, this, it's and it's not like they shy away from sales, like you were saying. I just looked it up on my Steam account. I paid twenty five dollars for The Witcher three and both DLC back in twenty seventeen, and yeah. now you know three. It'll be four years later. I'm getting a completely new, updated version on a next gen console for free. Like, yeah, they made twenty five bucks off me. That's it. That so. is why that was my number one game, is because the game is fantastic, but I love the company behind it, too. Yeah, it's an, it's an excellent choice. Totally worth it. Uh, this is awesome. I love seeing news like this. Like You're getting me excited, not one, to play this game, The Witcher, but you're getting me excited to want to play Cyberpunk. Uh, like I've wanted it, one, already, and I want to buy it even before next gen. Like I want to just get it and play it, because I want to support the company. Yep. And I could see them doing something great there, too, where it's like, oh, you already bought it? Well, you don't have to buy a whole other uh, $70 version uh, like the other companies. You already bought it. Hey, maybe there's some kind of like cheaper upgrade or I don't know. But like that would be awesome. If they did that, that'd be insane. Um, but then look at all the other companies, how they're doing it. Ah, oh, you bought it for the old gen at 60 uh, you're going to have to buy it again for the new gen for 70 Like, it's just <laughs> such bullshit. <laughs> Yeah. And as always, it's the same damn game. And it's like, God, you fucking grifters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was Witcher 2 that much different than Witcher 3? I mean, it's been five years. When are they coming out with Witcher 4? God. Yeah, uh... It's over. It's over, unfortunately. They made that very clear. Oh, that's the end of that's the end of the story or the end of the uh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're not adapting <clears throat> any more of the novels. Like they're they're gonna leave it at the Witcher 3 and it's over. Wow. Well, so CD Projekt Red, you get all the points, all the coins, and EA. Whose line is I award anyway? you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. There you go. <laughs> Are we playing? Uh, whose line is it anyway? Did oh, they uh, win? They get all the points. Yep, they won, and EA can eat shit. A big bag of shit. Everyone can eat shit. A big bag of shit. <laughs> Everyone. It almost sounds like EA. <laughs> all right well i think that'll wrap things up for episode 12 here you got any last words or anything you want to adam you want to promote that uh 
Twitter handle at at shit uh, for your yeah. chance at a switch. At, uh, EA is a big pile of shit at shit. EA, uh, <laughs> get me a switch there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like that's gonna happen. <laughs> uh, anyone else? Last thoughts before we wrap things up? No. Nothing. Play me out. Play him off, Johnny. All right. Well, if that's the case, I'll go into our closing remarks. Make sure you go visit thechairshot.com for all your wrestling slash entertainment slash video game needs. We've got all sorts of stuff out there. Sports are still going with Three Man Weave and Five Rounds UFC. I don't know if they have ads in the middle of their, you know, show or not, you know, live ads, but, you know, I should probably ask them, you know, how they feel about it. And on the nerd section, you got Bandwagon Nerds, which I am still on every Sunday, dropping on Mondays with our movie reviews. And for us at Twitter and on Facebook, at A Winner Is You, and I'm stalling so that I can go to thechairshot.com and let you guys know that A Winner Is You has a brand new video game review up and ready from yours truly, DPP, on a little game we call Half-Life Alex. Oh, boy. So go check that out on thechairshot.com. If you're a fan of VR, highly recommended, as we've talked about on a previous show. So go check that out. And... Uh, my shameless plug of going to the DWI podcast, the other podcast I'm on besides Bandwagon Nerds and this one, at Podcast DWI on the Twitter. And finally, ProWrestlingTees.com slash the chair shot. Get yourself a chair shot t shirt. Get yourself Bandwagon Nerds t shirt. Get yourself one of the two or both of the A Winner Is You t shirts that I think Drew and I are both wearing the same one. So, go do that. Show some love. Support the website. Support your favorite podcast. And that's about it. So, with that, I think we'll call it a day. I've been looking for a new catchphrase to end things with. So, other than, you know, it's dangerous to game alone and take us, which I started with. Uh, you got new ones? I was going to go with something from Final Fantasy which is, listen to my story. This may be your last chance.